and welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Soothe to Sleep Stories. We will be continuing to read the Bible in a year, and the reading plan that I'm going off of is by Eagle Mountain International Church. Today is day 20, and if you are just joining us, you can feel free to catch up on list of videos, and soon I will make a playlist. But right now you can go to my list of videos and you can catch up from day one. So today we are on day 20 in Genesis chapter 35 verse 9 through chapter 36 and the Gospel of Matthew chapter 15. We will then read a portion from God Calling Eventide for day 20. And before we begin, let's pray. Dear Adonai, Elohim, Heavenly Father, thank you. What a privilege it is to be still and know that you are God and to hunt for your wisdom, your heart that is revealed in the scriptures. To hunt for your love like hidden treasure that is expressed in the scriptures. Your love for mankind is merciful is most precious. Thank you. In Jesus' name I pray, by the power of your sweet Holy Spirit. Amen. Genesis chapter 35, verses 9 through 29. Jacob is named Israel. Then God appeared to Jacob again when he came from Padan Aram, and he blessed him. And God said to him, Your name is Jacob. You shall no longer be called Jacob, but Israel shall be your name. Thus he called him Israel. God also said to him, I am God Almighty, El Shaddai. Be fruitful and multiply. A nation and a company of nations shall come from you, and kings shall come forth from you, and the land which I gave to Abraham and Isaac, I will give it to you, and I will give the land to your descendants after you. Then God went up from him in the place where he had spoken with him, and Jacob set up a pillar in the place where he had spoken with him, a pillar of stone, and he poured out a libation on it. He also poured oil on it. So Jacob named the place where God had spoken with him, Bethel, that is, the house of God. Then they journeyed from Bethel, and when there was still some distance to go to Ephrath, Rachel began to give birth, and she suffered severe labor. And it came about when she was in severe labor that the midwife said to her, Do not fear, for now, you have another son. And it came about as her soul was departing, for she died, that she named him Benoni, but his father called him Benjamin. So Rachel died and was buried on the way to Ephrath, that is, Bethlehem. And Jacob set up a pillar over her grave. That is the pillar of Rachel's grave to this day. Then Israel journeyed on, and pitched his tent beyond the tower of Edad, or Eder, 
And it came about, while Israel was dwelling in that land, that Reuben went and lay with Bilhah, his father's concubine, and Israel heard of it. Now there were twelve sons of Jacob, the sons of Leah, Reuben, Jacob's firstborn, then Simeon, and Levi, and Judah, and Issachar, and Zebulun, the sons of Rachel, Joseph, and Benjamin, and the sons of Bilhah, Rachel's maid, Dan, and Naphtali, and the sons of Tilpah, Leah's maid, Gad, and Ashad. These are the sons of Jacob, who were born to him in Padan Aram. And Jacob came to his father Isaac at Mamre of Kiriath Arba, that is, Hebron, where Abraham and Isaac had sojourned. Now the days of Isaac were one hundred and eighty years, and Isaac breathed his last and died, and was gathered to his people, an old man of ripe age. And his sons Esau and Jacob buried him. Chapter 36 Now these are the records of the generations of Esau, that is, Edom. Esau took his wives from the daughters of Canaan, Adah, the daughter of Elon the Hittite, and Aholibimah, the daughter of Anah, and the granddaughter of Zibion the Hivite. Also Bashamat, Ishmael's daughter, the sister of Nabaioth, and Adah bore Eliphaz to Esau, and Basimat bore Reuel, and Aholibimah bore Jeush and Shalom and Korah. These are the sons of Esau who were born to him in the land of Canaan. Then Esau took his wives and his sons and his daughters and all his household and his livestock and all his cattle and all his goods which he had acquired in the land of Canaan and went to another land away from his brother Jacob. For their property had become too great for them to live together, and the land where they sojourned could not sustain them because of their livestock. So Esau lived in the hill country of Seir. Esau is Edom. These then are the records of the generations of Esau, the father of the Edomites, in the hill country of Seir, or Sire, depending on where you're from, how it's pronounced. These are the names of Esau's sons, Eliphaz, the son of Esau's wife, Adah, Reuel, the son of Esau's wife, Bashemat, and the sons of Eliphaz were Taman, Omar, Zepho, and Gatam, and Kanaz. And Timnah was a concubine of Esau's son, Eliphaz, and she bore Amalek to Eliphaz. These are the sons of Esau's wife, Adah. And these are the sons of Reuel, Nahat and Serah, Shammah and Mitzah. These were the sons of Esau's wife, Bashamath. And these were the sons of Esau's wife, Oholibamah, the daughter of Anah, and the granddaughter of Zibion. She bore to Esau, Jeush, and Jalam, and Korah. These are the chiefs of the sons of Esau. The sons of Eliphaz, the firstborn Esau, are Chief Taman, Chief Omar, Chief Tepo, Chief Kenaz, Chief Korah, Chief Gatam, Chief Amalek. 
These are the chiefs descended from Eliphaz in the land of Edom. These are the sons of Adah. And these are the sons of Reuel, Esau's son, Chief Nahat, Chief Tzerah, Chief Shema, Chief Mitzah. These are the chiefs descended from Reuel in the land of Edom. These are the sons of Esau's wife, Bashemath. And these are the sons of Esau's wife, Aholibamah, Chief Jeush, Chief Jalam, Chief Korah. These are the chiefs descended from Esau's wife, Aholibamah, the daughter of Anah. These are the sons of Esau, that is, Edom, and these are their chiefs. These are the sons of Seir the Horite, the inhabitants of the land, Lotan and Shobal and Sibion and Anah, and Dishon and Etzer and Dishon. These are the chiefs descended from the Horites, the sons of Seir in the land of Edom. And the sons of Lotan were Hori and Haman, and Lotan's sister was Timnah. And these are the sons of Shobal, Alvan, and Manahat, and Ibal, Shepho, and Onam. And these are the sons of Tibion, Aya, and Anah. He is the Anah who found the hot springs in the wilderness when he was pasturing the donkeys of his father Tibion. And these are the children of Anah, Dishon, and Aholibamah, the daughter of Anah. And these are the sons of Dishon, Hemdan, and Eshman, and Ethron, and Cheron. These are the sons of Etzer, Bilhan, and Zaavan, and Akan. These are the sons of Dishon, Uts, and Aran. These are the chiefs descended from the Horites, Chief Lotan, Chief Shobal, Chief Zibion, Chief Anah, Chief Dishon, Chief Etzer, Chief Dishon. These are the chiefs descended from the Horites, according to their various chiefs in the land of Seir. Now, these are the kings who reigned in the land of Edom before any king reigned over the sons of Israel. Bela, the son of Beor, reigned in Edom, and the name of his city was Dinhaba. Then Bela died, and Jobab, the son of Tzerah of Botzrah, became king in his place. Then Jobab died, and Husham of the land of the Temanites became king in his place. Then Husham died, and Hadad, the son of Bedad, who defeated Midian in the field of Moab, became king in his place and the name of his city was Avit. Then Hadad died, and Samla of Masrekah became king in his place. Then Samla died, and Shaul of Rehoboth on the Euphrates River became king in his place. Then Shaul died, and Baalhanan the son of Achbor became king in his place. Then Baalhanan the son of Achbor died, and Hadad became king in his place, and the name of his city was Pau, or Pau, depending on where you're from, how it's pronounced. And his wife's name was Mehetabel, the daughter of Matred, daughter of Metzahab. Now, these are the names of the chiefs descended from Esau, according to their families and their localities, by their names. Chief Timnah, 
Chief Alva, Chief Jedet, Chief Oholibama, Chief Ella, Chief Pinon, Chief Kenats, Chief Tabark, Chief Mibsar, Chief Magdiel, Chief Iram. These are the chiefs of Edom, that is, Esau, the father of the Edomites, according to their habitations in the land of their possession. The Gospel of Matthew, Chapter 15 Tradition and Commandment Then some Pharisees and scribes came to Jesus from Jerusalem, saying, Why do your disciples transgress the tradition of the elders? For they do not wash their hands when they eat bread. And he answered and said to them, And why do you yourselves transgress the commandment of God for the sake of your tradition? For God said, Honor your father and mother, and he who speaks evil of father or mother, let him be put to death. But you say, Whoever shall say to his father or mother, Anything of mine you might have been held by has been given to God. He is not to honor his father or his mother, and thus you invalidated the word of God for the sake of your tradition. You hypocrites! Rightly did Isaiah prophesy of you, saying, This people honors me with their lips, but their heart is far away from me. But in vain do they worship me, teaching as doctrines the precepts of men. And after he called the multitude to him, he said to them, Hear and understand, not what enters into the mouth defiles the man, but what proceeds out of the mouth, this defiles the man. Then the disciples came and said to him, Do you know that the Pharisees were offended when they heard this statement? But he answered and said, Every plant which my heavenly Father did not plant shall be rooted up. Let them alone. They are blind guides of the blind. And if a blind man guides a blind man, both will fall into a pit. And Peter answered and said to him, Explain the parable to us. And he said, Are you still lacking in understanding also? Do you not understand that everything that goes into the mouth passes into the stomach and is eliminated? But the things that proceed out of the mouth come from the heart, and those defile the man. For out of the heart come evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witness, slanders. These are the things which defile the man. But to eat with unwashed hands does not defile the man. And Jesus went away from there and withdrew into the district of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a Canaanite woman came out from that region and began to cry out, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. My daughter is cruelly demon-possessed. But he did not answer her a word. 
And his disciples came to him and kept asking him, saying, Send her away, for she is shouting out after us. But he answered and said, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. But she came and began to bow down before him, saying, Lord, help me. And he answered and said, It is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. But she said, Yes, Lord, but even the dogs feed on the crumbs which fall from their master's table. Then Jesus answered and said to her, O woman, your faith is great. Be it done for you as you wish. And her daughter was healed at once. And departing from there, Jesus went along by the Sea of Galilee. And having gone up to the mountain, he was sitting there. And great multitudes came to him, bringing with them those who were lame, crippled, blind, dumb, and many others, and they laid them down at his feet, and he healed them, so that the multitude marveled as they saw the dumb speaking, the crippled restored, and the lame walking, and the blind seeing, and they glorified the God of Israel. And Jesus called his disciples to him and said, I feel compassion for the multitude, because they have remained with me now three days and have nothing to eat, and I do not wish to send them away hungry, lest they faint on the way. And the disciples said to him, Where would we get so many loaves in a desolate place to satisfy such a great multitude? And Jesus said to them, How many loaves do you have? And they said, Seven, and a few small fish. And he directed the multitude to sit down on the ground. And he took the seven loaves and the fish, and giving thanks, he broke them, and started giving them to the disciples, and the disciples in turn to the multitudes. And they all ate and were satisfied, and they picked up what was left over of the broken pieces, seven large baskets full, and those who ate were four thousand men, besides women and children. Sending away the multitudes, he got into the boat and came to the region of Magadan. God Calling Eventide, Day 20, January 20th Now is the victory. Jesus said, I am with you. I am delivering you. But... Look for deliverance not from circumstances alone, but deliverance from the self-ties that bind you to earth and that hinder your entrance into the kingdom of the service in which there is perfect freedom. All is well. You shall rise to newness of life. You cannot fail to rise as you free yourself from the toils and sins and failures that bind you to earth. No past sin can enchain you. You look to me and are saved. They are all forgiven. Conquer your faults with my strength now, and nothing can prevent you from rising. Nothing that is past.
Well, a lot to unpack here. Some things to unpack here. Let's start with the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 15. Another miracle. And the compassion of Jesus after healing and delivering people from their sickness and diseases and the demons. From doing all those miracles for three days, he had compassion on them and multiplied the seven loaves and a few small fish and again directed the multitude to sit down on the ground. He is a God of order. And then I love the woman's faith, the Syrophoenician woman who knew that he came for the sheep of Israel, the lost sheep of Israel. But she said, she didn't take offense. She said, yes, Lord, but even the dogs feed on the crumbs which fall from their master's table. She was persistent and humble. We can learn a lot from her. And then I love how Jesus explained to the Pharisees the heart of man is what counts. Not what we put in our mouths, but what comes out of our mouths from our hearts. And that's why I always ask the Lord to examine my heart every night. Is there anything in there that's unknown to me, but known to Him, that would hinder more of a communication between Him and I? I don't want there to be any blockage. I don't want there to be any thing in my heart that's going to hinder my communication with the Lord. And he lists things in the heart that are evil. The evil things that defile the man in the heart. Murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witness, slanders, evil thoughts. Evil thoughts lead to evil behavior. So, we take captive every single thought. 2 Corinthians 10, 4-5 commands us to bring every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. Command every thought to be captured by the obedience of Christ must bow down at the foot of the cross. And in Genesis chapter 35, here we have again God changing Jacob's name to Israel. Remember when he changed from Sarai to Sarah and Avram to Abraham? He didn't change Isaac's name. Jacob was the fulfillment of the promise, and God changed Jacob's name to Israel. And around the same time, Rachel, his beloved, died when she gave birth to Benjamin. And God is making the similar covenant that he made with Adam and Eve and Noah. And what was that? Be fruitful and multiply. He said the same thing to Adam and Eve and the same thing to Noah. And Bilhah, did you catch that? Rachel's maid. Jacob's firstborn laid with her. And they all observed it, didn't say a word. We will find out soon what consequence will be with Reuben from doing that. And once again, Esau and Jacob are reunited to bury Esau, who lived up to 180 years. Then we have the sons of Israel listed, and of Esau and his grandchildren. And you know, one thing I wanted to mention that was personal for me was verse 39 of chapter 36. Then Baal Hanan, the son of Achbor, died, and Hadad became king in his place, and the name of his city was Pau. And his wife's name was Mehetabel, the daughter of Matred, daughter of Metzabhab. The reason why Pau is so personal for me is because I grew up in Hawaii, born and raised. And I sing in Hawaiian, of course, and so the name Pau in Hawaiian means finished, done. And here it's pronounced Pau'u. So I just thought that was very interesting. 
personal for me. That's why I give so much weight to the origin. I try to do my best to give weight to the origin of a name. I learned that kind of respect for language being born and raised in Hawaii. In case you were wondering why I pronounce the names, how they should have originally been pronounced, I do my best. I don't always succeed, but I do my best with the Lord's help. A sweet friend, before we go, if you do not know Jesus, this wonderful, wonderful Jesus who died just for you, and, and you would like to know him as your very own Lord and Savior, would you please pray the following prayer? Dear Heavenly Father, I would like Jesus to come into my heart be my Lord and Savior. Your word says in Romans chapter 10 verses 9 through 10 that if I confess out loud Jesus is my Lord and believe in my heart God raised him from the dead I shall be saved. For it is with my heart that I believe and am justified, just as if I never sinned. And it is with my mouth that I confess and I am saved. Please, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Please be my Lord and my Savior. I repent for the wrong life I have lived until now. I choose you and will live for you all the days of my life. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I love you. In Jesus' name. Amen. You are now his child. All heaven is jumping up and down and dancing because you received Jesus into your very own heart, sweet friend. Tell someone you just received Jesus and find a great Christian church and grow in him. He loves you and desires worship from your heart each and every day. You are so precious to him. I'll see you all tomorrow. Blessings to you.